there's a prompt there. Like, what's the shit we're in the closet? <laughs> right? I mean, that's, you know, and in fact, this whole, right, set it up. So first of all, just. <laughs> well, you were saying about the, you were talking about your work day. You had the second work day of your 90 day level up program that you have for agents. And you were talking about how you mentioned, uh, you're talking about manifestation, what it takes to manifest. You brought up law of attraction, Abraham Hicks. And uh, and then you said, I'll say it, and then you can yeah, yeah. build on it, right? But you said law of attraction, vibration, manifestation. It's not a conversation that happens in real estate very much. Right. Uh, and then I said, I you know, I think there are humans in real estate who love Abraham Hicks and like the law of attraction, watch the secret. Like there's a thing that we like right. about it. But the gravitational pull of GCI and the production conversation is too intimidating to come out of the closet about the woo-woo shit we're into. Right. Good. Okay. And that's just, there you that's go. and I, that's the sort of the prompt for today, or <laughs> could be one of the prompts for today. We'll see how far we go. But you just said come out of the closet with it, and it just really resonated with me. Like, yeah, that is really sort of the sort of the problem. You know, like not the problem, but like. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like you got to come out of the closet and and yeah. and uh, get public and right. you know in coming uh, you know I'm yeah cis you know straight white <laughs> you know most privileged no there ain't no closet you know that I've ever had to come out of so I don't I don't know what that I don't know what that experience is. Um, and I imagine there's, and there are cases that are issues in my life or things that, that happen, like that thing about being, you know, really into the law of attraction yeah. does feel yeah. like, yeah. you know, that would be a coming out as a kind of event. Like, no, yeah. I really am that you can, you know, the, the thing that started the conversation the thing I was sharing with you earlier, just to say it again, because now we're recording is, um, the principle of the workday is that the universe will find a way to deliver to you what you want, right? That's the Abraham Hicks quote. Yeah. It's yeah. the universe will find a way to deliver to you what you want, mm-hmm. which is, I totally get that. That is, I love that. I love that quote. That's in fact, the way I live my life is that the universe is, oh, and then it, then it occurred for me, and this is what showed up at the workday was then it then occurred to me, well, in fact, the universe is already delivering to me what I want. This is everything I have is what, I'm willing to manifest. And then it, and then the, 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 uh, uh, natural extension of that is, okay, well, if the universe will find a way to deliver what I want. And in fact, the universe is already delivering to me what I want. Then it, the throttle, the, uh, the thing that's keeping me from having everything or whatever the next thing is, is the velocity with which I'm willing to accept responsibility for whatever's coming next. You know, where's the, you know, the, 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 was it the throttle? Is that what we're going to call that? I don't know. The bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. What throttle up or down, right? I think a yeah, throttle yeah, works like, up or down. Know, but the like... velocity with which I'm willing to accept it, or maybe that thing about being responsible just showed up too. Like mm-hmm. the willing to, uh, the, my willingness to be responsible for whatever the universe has got cooking for me next. You're being responsible for the, the tuning of your vibration to that, which is already in motion. Like if you're, if it's coming to you at a particular frequency, but you're at a different frequency, like it, you know, you, you know, Abraham Hicks always says like, you're the only uncooperative component, like all cooperative components are coming together, right. To, to give you what you've already asked for. You're the uncooperative component. (laughs) That's right. That's great. I never heard her say that, but that's, 
exactly right. You're yeah. the uncooperative component. And I'm saying I'm using responsibility really right. in the in the landmark sense, the, the sense yeah. of responsibility where cause of the matter, not fault yeah. or blame. No, right? Right. not responsible. But like, uh, am, am I willing to yeah. be accountable, accountable, responsible? responsible? Am I willing yeah. to do what it takes, you know? Yeah. And um, agency, that's agency, dude, by the way. Yeah, it really is. It's like, okay, I get to say what is coming to me and mm-hmm. um yeah. and it's in it's 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 enrollment and it mm-hmm. it then really does sort of yeah. begin to dovetail into that kind of leadership that we've been yeah. talking about is yeah. are you willing to continually create it in language what you want and talk about it and keep stay out there and really do it. It's exciting. Yeah. There's two things coming up in my space. One is uh the first one just quick which is um, and agents like us talk about things like this. Like that's, yeah. that's always the salve for me is like, like yeah. whenever I think I'm getting too far out there, yes. I always remember like, this is why I surround myself with people who are interested in, in, in the same conversations, vibrate at the same frequency, who, who are in the same closets that I am like, and yeah. that brings up the second thing, which is I, you know, as a white man uh, and a human, let me say it this way as a human. Shame is shame. Yeah. Right. That I carry shame for whatever I have shame about is no less shameful or no less throttled for my lived experience than the shame somebody else carries in a different economic class, a different upbringing, a different culture. But shame is shame. And, and so in that way, it is a, it's an appropriate, I think, description about how it feels when you are when you, you're afraid to say what you really feel mm. for fear that you'll be outcast. Right. This is why we don't, this is why we stay in the closet. We come out of the closet and people would say they shun you and they say, you're not a part of this tribe, leave. And now I've just cut myself off from provision and community. And so, you know, shame is shame in the human experience. And I, for those listening, I just want, you know, like, you know, it's a valid thing to look at, right? And and I would say on this side of having found, I would say my voice in the things that I have convictions for um, and I've practiced sharing publicly the things that I believe or enjoy, like it's very freeing. And I think that also is like the stories I hear of people who have a much, much harder cultural closet to come out of. Like if you're, uh, if you're gay, if you're, uh, if you're, I was thinking if you're a right winger, uh, that would be <laughs> depending on the circles, right? Like people would say like, doesn't matter. Like people will hold their cards close to their chest. And, and when you come out with whatever it is, is your truth. Like there's a lot of freedom around that. Yeah. And you're, and there really is there that that really is, there's not just the thing you said, first of all, let's just go back for a second. The thing you said about shame, I think it's really, um, rich there's a you know i mean that's i think one of my favorite or most useful not favorite really one of my the most useful mm-hmm. listens or reads is Brene brown mm-hmm. the work she's done around shame and how it all really just comes down to at the core you know shame as the uh, universal connector and the universal limitation on yeah, yeah human potential is that it comes down to our, we, our, our um, ability to usefully transcend 
shame, right? And um, a lot, a lot of what we've you know, thinking about it, a lot of what we've talked about regarding the force field, a lot of what gives the force field its power is shame you know is the threat of shame is you know if i don't make enough money and i you know if i don't have the deals the comparisons that come with that and uh you know yeah uh, so good you know what am how am i going to look to my team to my brokerage to my clients you know the whole bmw you know is yeah 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 realtor it's all to avoid could could argue that it's shame shame avoidance driven yeah, that's so good. That's so good because I, to me, I, if I think about part of the problem or the madness that gets in the way of people leading their change in the world, it would take you, uh, if we, let's back this up a little bit. If we, if we think about like the, the, the impact you want to make, the change you want to make is going to require your conviction for the worldview you have about the change that needs to happen. You would see it a certain way. You're like, this is what I see needs to happen. But in order for you to take action and move forward on that you would have to not be shackled by shame in order to broadcast that message invite and enroll others into the project you you would have to be able to step out of the gravitational uh pull or the the force field if you will uh to to lead that change so our our pillar of leadership for this community and what we're saying about you know making your impact in the world requires leadership and for you to step into that leadership you'd have to be able to step outside of shame yeah because otherwise you'd be too afraid of saying the wrong thing to the wrong people and then you would never say what really needs to be said right and you couldn't that's you couldn't stand for whatever it is you're standing for and yeah and you would just be retweeting requoting everybody else that said something that was already culturally acceptable and not actually say what you want to say right and that there's no leadership in that for sure No, you're um, quoting Brene Brown or more production stuff or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and it's, uh, nothing, you know, like I said, nothing that's unbelievably useful source material. But the question that we're, this community is about is, okay, well, where, where are you taking it? What's your self-expression? And to go circle back to what we started with, with manifestation and the law of attraction and yeah. you know, coming out of the closet as a, uh-huh. you know, woo-woo, uh-huh. you know, vibrational vibrational being (laughs) yeah it's so funny so this came up for me this is again this is really funny this just came up for me um uh some very good friends of ours and we don't have to name them but good friends of yours and mine Mm -hmm. um uh have a brokerage and i heard through the grapevine that they were coming over to exp but when you hear that as an exp agent you hear that through the grapevine you know that means they're not coming over with you and um yeah yeah yeah. well that you know that's that's sort of you know life-changing money there and um uh you know so and i had spoken to them about it years ago and it just drove up all this um stuff for me i was talking to my partner about it and she was you know and because i had said a few years ago when i was talking to the the owner uh, said to myself, oh, well, you know, this, he, he'd never come over with me. He was being recruited by big mockers at Remax and Zillow, all kinds of big people. It's like, I'm not, I said to myself, I'm not that, I'm, you know, not mm. gonna, whatever happens here, it's not coming over. And so I really just sort of just dropped it and we're good friends and we've been yep. sharing. 
whatever. And then this happens and I hear about it and I call and like, what, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, hey, hey, look at me. Um, but the point here, the point was that my partner asked me this question, which was, who are you for yourself? Mm-hmm. Who are you for you that he wouldn't go with you? Why, why do you think that? Who are you for yourself? So this is one of those things that's tied into shame and the closet. And yeah. Yeah. Who you are, who are you that you are? Mm. And it really did. It really came up for me. I was like, that was a really potent question, right? For me. And um, Mm. who am I that I am? And Mm. what I uncovered in it was who I am that I am is one of many. Mm. An option. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good option. But one of many. You know, and Mm. that is directly connected to this thing about, oh, oh, here's the the connection. Okay. So I I got that and I was talking to my wife about it. And my wife has, (laughs) my wife and her friends have been watching this woman named Electra Soul. So if you're, if you're interested in sort of, look, so we were joking earlier, I'm almost 60. Everyone younger than me is a millennial. Okay. I don't know. I'm the last generation of boomers and everyone from under my age looks like a millennial to me, although I know that's not accurate. So I don't know what 20 somethings are called now. Um, uh, Right. I don't know. Gen Z's. I don't know. They're not Gen Z. See that everyone for you is a Gen Z. Everyone younger than you is a Gen Z. Um, So I don't know. Zoomers or whatever. So she's 20 something and she's big on the law of assumption, which is, you know, sister of law of attraction um and her name's electra soul you should check her out she's hysterical i think she's hysterical she's playing something she just she talks like this motherfucker and we are going to be attracting you she's just great she's just out there out there out there out there on the skinny branches of just being and she is for herself because i said so because i said so because i said so Mm. And she is that bitch and why wouldn't i have that because i am that bitch and that's how she goes off i I can't watch a lot of her because it's all the same, 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 but she's just so fully self-expressed, Chris. You would adore her. You really would. You'd be like, there is someone who, and she, you know, she's going to, she's going to build a huge tribe. She's just, you know, building a tribe of people that, that speaks to, and God bless her for doing it because the message is something that we all resonate with. But, um, but in talking to this issue, about who I am that I am with my wife. She was like, oh, you're not that bitch, are you? Mm. You're not that bitch. Mm. Mm. And I was like, wow, no, I am not that bitch. Mm. I am not that bitch. I'm, an, I'm one of many. Mm. I'm one of many. I'm, you know, an option. Wow. And it showed up. And does, that's the connection to the law of attraction. Is that electrical, are you that bitch? Mm. Are you going to be that bitch? Are you going to be the one? You know, which is then fully full circle there to the leadership conversation that we're having. And are you going to be the one? And are you going to create for yourself being the one? And that, in fact, could be the throttle or the 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 bottleneck on the universe delivering what you want is who you are for yourself. Wow, that's a really cool connection. I just hadn't seen that. Right. Like that is that's what it is to be responsible for the universe. You know, whatever the universe has planned. Are you willing to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's dude. There's so much in there. There's so much, there's so much to explore in there because I, <laughs> I feel like part of that, um, 
Uh, one is if you, when you lead, my experience has been when I, when I give myself to the, to the calling, when I give myself to the vision, it takes me into places I've never seen before into um, conversations and skill sets I don't have. And so who am I for the, for myself in those new situations can often be the lid to taking it further. Like I, you know, I've now learned how to throw my hat over the wall. Like when I, when I bump up against my limits, I'm like, fuck, I mean, you know, I'm here I am and I'm a little intimidated by the people in the room or by my lack of performance or whatever. And I go, well, I just know how to get leverage on myself now. So I throw my hat over the wall in some way that is public that makes me be accountable for, responsible for the next step. And then I just move forward in it. But but, but I can see where a lot of people wouldn't. They just wouldn't. There's too much shame or embarrassment of stepping into becoming a beginner again. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that in one of the first calls we had, but there's like a, you know, you, you, you've gotten to this level of success here. Why risk it all to be a newbie in something new? Because right, that right. doesn't feel great. Yeah, I, you know. It's that are you, who are you that you are kind of conversation? Yeah. Who are you That's right. that you are, you know, are you going right. to be that bitch in whatever new thing you're taking on? That's right. You know, where you are, you know, you're going to dominate that new world. Are you that you are going to dominate that world? Or are you that you are, you know, maybe, maybe not, right. you know, and are you going to be embarrassed? Are you that you are going to be embarrassed? Are you that you could be embarrassed? You know, when you said that that's not fun, I thought, I don't know that that's true for me, that I like getting dirty and trying something new and failing at it. I don't. Or maybe a better word for you is a distraction. Yeah, well, for sure. I get distracted with. I was just making. Not distracted like busy, but distracted like I don't have time for that. Like, look, Maybe yeah, I like it till I like it till the first I like it till like the second or third failure. Right. And then Yeah, everybody has a different like on that continuum, right. like a different way you're coming right. into it. My point is that there's a there there is a at some point you will hit a lid. Yes. That will challenge who you are for who you are that you are. Yes. And and whatever the 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 trigger for you is, whatever the thing is that causes that self-doubt, what you'll then do, what you'll then succumb to, I'm one of many. I'm, I'm an option. I might be a good option, but you're not that bitch. You're, th- that's my point is, right. th- doesn't matter your threshold. Something will cause you to get to a place where you say in the, especially if your vision is bigger than you, this is my point. You, if it's bigger than you, it's going to push you to the place that calls yeah. you to define who you are. And it's going to push you through the failure. It's going to, yeah. I, it's going to push you into the failure and then you've got to get yourself out. It's not going to push you out of the failure. That's another big, you know, that's really sort of key here is yeah, and, yeah. and key to the universe just to keep the theme of the, of the conversation going. It's yeah. the, it's what it is to be responsible for the universe delivering what you want. Are you going to move through that failure? Mm. Are you going to move through? You don't have the result right this second. I got it. You don't result right this second, yeah. but that doesn't mean you failed. You just don't have the result yet. Yeah. The result you're looking for and what did you learn and how did you do it? And, you know, it's, you know, wins and lessons, not wins and losses. It's, you know, what did you, 
learn out of it? And are you going to pull yourself out of the failure? That's really one of the defining qualities of leadership as we see it is can you move on from not it yet? You know, Werner used to say that all the time. Werner Harry used to say one of the things that he's attributed his success for is that he could hang out and in the space of not having the result for longer than most people. Right, right, right. And who you who you think you're being in the waiting for the result to show up could either be, if we put make it binary here, it could either be see, I'm not it. Or right. it could be I'm the one standing in the gap holding the space for it to show up. Like same experience, just a different context. Yeah. Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I don't I don't like the word waiting there because I think yeah. waiting is what well, you know, it's passive and but who you are while the what who you are in life as you're participating in the face of no results sure you could be i'm not it i'm not it this is screwed i just got off the phone with one of the newer agents on my in my organization and she was clear she screwed up this deal or and really what she texted was it feels like i've been outmaneuvered by smarter agents Mm -hmm. and that's who she is that she is you know, and I heard everything she said and everything she did. She gave me back everything she said and everything. She said, ah, it's not very far off from what I would have done. I mean, maybe I would have done this slightly differently or this said this slightly differently, but I don't think this is being outsmarted by, I don't think you're being outwitted by smarter agents. I think yeah. you, you dealt with a couple of flaky buyers that decided to back out of the deal that they said they were interested in. Um, and that happens, but who are you that you are in the face of the no results that you yeah, yeah. are dealing with? And those are the two things you could either be, I'm not it, right? I'm not that bitch. I'm just one of many. I'm just going along and I'm watching and I'm waiting for the results and I'm active, but that isn't the way the universe, you're not, in my view, there's no, that's a, a small opening for the universe to have to get through. Yeah, right. Like to deliver the waiting space is like, oh, well, there's someone waiting versus no, there's someone actively participating, clearing the way. You know, I got it. We're not it yet. We're not it yet, but I'm still creating and I'm still working. And you're, I don't know, all of that stuff occurs for me. Like that's a signal, a bat signal to the universe. Hey, I'm over here, ready to get whatever you got that's next for me. I got the last thing you delivered wasn't it for me yet, but it was only to get me big enough to handle whatever it is that you got coming next. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 There's a part about the, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I just like having, um, I, I like putting the parameters or the, um, I personally like having the instructions of how to manifest, like how to work things out. I'm a very high D and I'm very, or, you know, like, like I like having the converse, this conversation because it, it's, it takes what otherwise would be super woo woo and like, Hey, I'm here. What's happening. And sort of gives it in a reality, a grounded reality to it. Like, okay, well, you know, you, you, there's, there's actually ways this thing works. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah you were that's, that's, I mean, uh, related to that, I think um, there is an inroad to, being that bitch that is easier than like so you like that, you're gonna say that all the time that, that might just be the title of this episode like are you that bitch you know <laughs> i don't know but, i would tag electrosol in this oh my god I, that's I great she's delightful 
there is a, there is a, I think there is, um, one of the things that, that just irks me is the puffing and posturing that can happen, um, in, in, in humanity, let alone the industry. But there's a, you can kind of reference it with the BMW thing. Like, do I need, how, how do I need to show up? So people think I'm serious and valid. And, and so to me, like I, I'm sensitive to the, I don't want to be that bitch, quote unquote. I don't want to try to be that bitch where I'm coming in and steamrolling things because yeah. the bravado of what I think being the bitch means gives me who I'm being in the moment. Yeah. And it doesn't actually resonate with the people you're trying to serve. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like there's a disconnect between you trying to emulate what you think you're supposed to be as the bitch and, and, yeah, I think there's a, I, I, this is what I heard in what you said, Chris, yep. and I don't know if this is what you're pointing to, but there's a difference between like the, the inauthentic pretending to be the bit, you know, like we always joke about this, like, this yep. is, you know, that photo, <laughs> right, right, right. The photo <laughs> on the phone, looking at your watch. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the, Classic. right. Yeah, that's yeah. the, that's the uh, faux. Yeah. That's the, that's the image. That's the facade. Yeah. Of right. being that bitch. And, Versus, you know, no, who I am in the face of this right. is someone who is, in fact, like you're you're constituted as someone who's moving forward in fulfilling what it is you're out to lead. Okay. So, but that, so that's the that's the inroad that I'm talking about. Like, absent of knowing what I'm out to fulfill, absent of a vision, a vision, a premise, pillars, absent of the context, absent of the direction. Yeah. Then, then what, then I don't know what I'm being that bitch about. I don't see like for me, I can find conviction and ownership and agency in what I'm doing. And I can invite people. I, I can be, I can be the one, not one of many. I can be the one for people inside of the thing I'm creating. And part of what gives me that ownership and confidence is that it's my creation. I'm not in, I'm not inserting myself into someone else's game and trying to play their game and be the bitch in their game. This is my game, bitch. This is my game. I own this game. And so I can be the bitch in this game because it's my game. So fuck off. <laughs> All of you that are, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the funny piece of it. Like, I think that's the attitude in the air of like owning something. You're like, this is mine. Let's go. Right. And it, but it's, and it comes from an authentic place of something yeah. and, and people can tell yeah. if it's authentic or if it's a poser, right. you know, and, and so then there's an interesting line, okay. Or a, a line to worth exploring yeah. is the difference between that being a poser and faking it till you make it. Like you mm. don't mm. have to have the experience mm. for yourself, right. like the, the video that we, the video that we use in um, Level Up is this This is great Mel Robbins video. She talks about this painting that she always wanted and she manifested in her life. It's a great eight-minute video. And I adore Mel Robbins. Mm-hmm. And um, this is great. We've hit all the people I adore in this podcast. We're just going to tag them all. Just tag them all. <laughs> um, and she talks about, you know, manifesting the possibility of owning this painting. And so I'm not going to get into the story, but the the one piece of it that I think is pertinent to this is there's a moment in there where she call, she has to make a phone call yeah. to start the process where she's going to get this painting and she's pacing and she's nervous and she doesn't want to. And her husband's like, just make the freaking call, you know, and she's 
but there's nothing about her being, feeling, experience that says I'm that bitch. There's nothing there that's like, okay, I am definitely making this happen. The entire experience that she shares is one of being nervous and scared and out of her league and out of her depth and, you know, way, you know, one of many, like just her experience is one, but she's walking the walk of someone who is going to, you know, take the actions to, to get what she wants, despite her experience of not being that person. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really critical thing to get is that, you know, her actions were one of, she's going to get it. Yeah. She's going to move forward in getting this, but her experience was one of, I can't, this doesn't make any sense. I can't do this. Why would I do this? But her actions were consistent with doing it. So it's not, you know, how you feel about it that we're look, which is an interesting phenomenon because, you know, Abraham would say for sure, how you feel about it is, you know, critical, but the same time there's that line that's somewhere in there that feeling that that your actions are going to start to dictate how you feel about it as much as your feelings dictate your actions yeah and to be able to play with that vibrationally to play with that space Mm -hmm. is i I don't know interesting fun challenging you know exciting it's the work i mean to play with that, to, to wrestle with that is the work. I mean, that's the work of leadership. That's the work of pioneering something new. Like that's, that's what I mean by standing in the gap, you know, like the gap of where you want to go versus where you've been like, yeah, like that's the work of change. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta stand in the middle of that. I also refer to that as leading from your questions instead of leading from your answers. You're like, you know, yeah. you don't have to have the answer and, and have, all the success in the world to be valid. You only have to stand in the gap for what you believe and want and invite others into it. And that's a different kind of leadership. Say that again, say that again because that's killer. Well, to... there's a, yeah. The, the way we hold leadership typically in this world is you're the leader because you've been there and done that. You have all the accolades and the big resume and all the, all the stuff to prove that you're the, you know, that you're that bitch. I don't have the resume to say that I am that bitch, but the thing that causes me to believe that I'm that bitch isn't because I have the answers. It's because I have the questions that no one else is willing to talk about. And I'm inviting you into the question of what would create change. And that's what I can be the bitch about. Is having the questions. Yeah, I'm the bitch for the question. Like I'm, I'm willing to hold the space for the conversation around the change we're trying to make. And I understand from my lived experience that no one has the answer because if we did, it wouldn't be like this. Right. But that takes not the work of getting to that realization for me. That was work. That was work of like creating my context for who I am and what's happening in the world. That takes something. That's great. And then I can really just then begin to deal with and hear that's the space of any real transformation is in the inquiry of what you're up to, what we're building, whatever it is that you're building and that there's something new will arise. It's sort of having the faith that something, some new space will arise in the asking and the inquiry of the questions. That's right. Of course. That's what the manifestation is. It's rocket of desire. That's on its way. The manifestation isn't here yet, but you're, you're behaving as if it's on its way. That's right. I think we should leave that there. (laughs) 
<laughs> so good, Aaron. All right, man. Thanks for your uh, time today. Always good. See you next time. Always good. Oh, next, next week or next, next episode is going to be Michael Mayer. So everybody tune in for Michael Mayer from the referrals uh, podcast. Okay, good. Right. Thanks, Aaron.